On today's episode, we are going to talk about the five biggest weight loss mistakes that you're making. And it's not what you think. It's not the typical one. So if you're having trouble losing weight, then you're going to want to listen to this episode. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. We back. We're back in the pod with episode 492. We weren't even gone that long. 492, Kennedy with coffee. Wow. Shipping away. We're almost at that 500 mark. I know. Crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, you guys, we are getting into it. Thank you for being here on another episode. We truly do love what we do. And what do you have there? You got some cafe con leche. Cafe con leche. <laughs> cheers. We haven't yeah. cheers in a while. We haven't. We got away from cheersing. You, you haven't had your coffee. That's why. You're starting You're to get right. back to it again. I'm getting back to it because I found a coffee that doesn't make me nauseous. What's the name of that place again? Hannah's Coffee Company. On the Han- Alameda, you guys. Hannah's yeah. Coffee Company on the Alameda here in San Jose, California. Excellent. And let me tell you something from a coffee snob. No burnt aftertaste, and the acidity is, is perfect. It's like rich and smooth. You even notice it. No acidity. Now I know it doesn't have acidity because it's not um, burning my stomach and making me nauseous. It was, I was getting nauseous every time I drank Starbucks. And I purposely got a Starbucks this morning. I didn't have coffee at home. I went and got me a Starbucks this morning, and I wanted to taste it. I doctored up exactly the same way I did this one, and I could taste the difference. This one's blowing it out of the water. That's crazy. Mom and pop. That's crazy. All right, you guys. So we have launched our Patreon. So if you have not already checked that out, it's good. I I don't know what happens on those green chairs, but it's good. And you're missing out. If you do not subscribe to our Patreon, it's only $7 and you get a weekly unfiltered, uncensored episode. You get uh, after show, Canada with coffee after show. It's good. Yeah. And I get to get real deep and personal and tell some stories. My wife loves my stories of the past. I do. And it's funny because sometimes he'll start telling me a good story. And I'm like, no, save it for the Patreon. We were just at the coffee shop right now. And I was like, no, you got to save that for the Patreon. That's so juicy. I'll give you a little tidbit. I'll give you a little drop, a little something. Basically, I was telling her in my bouncing days when I was a bouncer and a single man, how me and a friend of mine will go on missions after the club. But for the rest of the story... You're going to have to tune in to Patreon. Sorry. We don't want to get banned from YouTube. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Anyways, the link for the Patreon, I will link it up here right on the screen. I'll also put it in the description. We do an after show. So there's an extended candidly with coffee, five to 15 minutes and extra stuff that we can't really talk about on the actual episode. Then you get the weekly uncensored. So fun. Anyways, another on another topic, we did do a live last night, and that was a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, thank you. A lot you. of questions, a lot of interaction. You guys started interacting with each other, and that's cool. That's what our goal is, really. Honestly, community. create one big community mm-hmm. happy family. Everybody be comfortable, safe space to talk, no judgment, no hating. Just, just have fun, man. Life's too short to not have fun and enjoy life, especially what I just went through. Mm-hmm. That just showed me, like, life's too short. Mm-hmm. It can be taken from you at any moment. So have fun in this life, you guys. Yeah, actually, I've heard you several times saying, wow, this is a beautiful life. It's, it's a beautiful day. It's beautiful. <laughs> Even today. Yeah. Look how high I'm on a good high. Workout was good. It's beautiful weather out there. We got to eat patients early. Just appreciative of the little things. What was I telling you earlier when we were leaving the gym? Wow, two weeks ago I was on a hospital bed mm-hmm. with fear and uncertainty, not knowing 
what was going to happen to me. I didn't know what I was going through. I didn't know if this was going to last or what was going to happen to me. I didn't know. You know what the problem is? People don't stop and think about those kind of things. Stop and think about that and appreciate that. I do. I try to have gratitude every day. I try to stop and be grateful. In the car, usually when we're driving, I will say, oh, I'm just so grateful. If you would have said, because you guys, I, I'm producing a, a podcast, Mauricio Mejia Live, and he gets a lot, he's going to have a lot of like celebrity guests on that show. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting to, Mellow Man Ace was in there, and he's yeah. like a legend here in the Bay Area for his Latin hip hop. He was the like godfather of Latin hip hop. Yes. And I'm thinking like, I'm so grateful. But if you would have told me three months ago that, hey, you're going to be producing a podcast for a Silicon Valley CEO, and he's going to have some celebrities coming through that, I would have told you you're fucking crazy i didn't even know that was gonna happen i just know he wanted to meet you my client you're like why does he want to meet me i don't know he's intrigued by you he wanted to see my better half and you guys talk for five minutes and look what we end up with i'm just saying like you have to you have a moment and i don't take the moments for granted like i'm grateful wow like how amazing i i went through a period of time over the past couple of years with my dad and all of that yeah which by the way i go really deep into that into specifics about what the final incident was that caused me to go no contact with my dad on this week's Patreon that's going to be out on Wednesday. Stuff I've never shared publicly. It's on the Patreon, so take a listen. But I had a really hard time during that time when I was taking care of him. And then right when I came out of it, literally, when I cut him off is when all these opportunities started coming my way. They did. A lot of stuff came your way. Things changed. Your life changed, just your business, all kinds of things changed. A lot of doors opened up for you. It's it was like a negative ion holding you back, mm-hmm. like this negative energy bubble you're in, and then you broke out of it. And now since breaking out of it, look where we're at. It's crazy. It's, I jumped off the negative band, the negative like frequency and the jumped frequency, onto a yes. positive one, and all this stuff started happening. And every day, like I'm... I take a moment and I'm just like so grateful for it. So take that gem she just dropped, you guys. If you're on a negative bandwidth in life, you're on some negative shit, negative people, you got to jump ship. Got to get off that negative bandwidth. Cut them people off. Do what you got to do. Separate yourself and get on a positive bandwidth. Because it's weird. The universe will bless you in a a roundabout way. It'll just come. Your life will just get better when you get off that negative bandwidth. Mm -hmm. It really is. Because your mindset starts changing. Your attitude starts changing. Everything about you starts changing. But people hold on to, for whatever reason, I feel like people hold on to this like negative thing or that's every day is problems and drama and they're not doing the one thing that they need to do to fix the problem, which is, you know, cut the cancer. Yes. No, they don't. People have to cut the cancer. Life is short. They like ride that wavelength, like they're living in fucking a reality where like they're on a real like. Uh, housewife show, like with all drama. I always call it the drama. Yeah. So it's always bickering and drama. And it's like they live and thrive in that. And they can't get away from that. Like, you got to get away from that. That stuff's just going to hold. It's just holding you down. You're like a crab in a bucket trying to get out. You're not getting out. You got to get out. They throw your line, get out. Yeah. I don't know, guys. But I just think that it's crazy. And I can t- take it from me. You, It's crazy when you do the things that are difficult, very difficult. That was not easy to cut off my dad. But when you do what you know you need to do, yeah, yep. and, and then you see all the reasons why, holy shit, I didn't even realize like how crazy things were and how much I was being held back and all of that. Yeah, you for know? sure. 
And look at you now. Yeah. Your life, your mood is way better. Your son noticed it. I both, I noticed it too. Nothing against you, but your mood was horrible. You weren't in the best of moods. Mm-hmm. Probably weren't as productive because you weren't motivated. Mm-hmm. If you're not in a positive headspace, guess what? You're not going to enjoy the things you're doing, which mm-hmm. is this. Because you're in a bad headspace. And that's mm-hmm. what I mean. It's not so much the energy. It's the people that put you in a negative energy. And then your headspace ain't right. Yeah, I wasn't even like showing up right for my clients. I wasn't enjoying. I didn't love my job. I thought I was disliking all of the things that I love. But the truth was I still loved all of those things, but I was having the issue with my dad and that was impacting everything. But anyways, if you guys want to hear some like really deep shit, (laughs) check out Patreon on that because it's literally things I cannot really share publicly. No. But it is on Patreon. Yep. And speaking of loving my job, a uh, new eight-week challenge is starting. Registration is open. Registration is going to be open for the next couple of weeks. I have space for 100 people, and space will fill up. It filled up last time, so make sure you register everything that you get, everything you need to start your weight loss journey is in the challenge. It's $149, a one-time charge. It's eight weeks, and... We're having a blast in there. My current people, they're almost over, they're almost done and they're sad already. A lot of them are going to do another challenge because they're just not quite ready. And yeah, so it's exciting and registration's open. So I will link it here on the screen. I will also link it in the description. But you guys, I'm having so much fun with it. Like I said, I came out of the clouds and I'm back to loving my job again and all of that good stuff. So that's why I did the challenge actually. Yeah. And listen, ladies. I have nothing to do with this, but one advice I can give you about these challenges is don't so much chase the weight loss and the aesthetics of it. I know everybody wants a nicer body and losing weight. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the grind. Enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Learn, enjoy learning about yourself. Enjoy mastering yourself. That's the best part about it. When you learn these things, you learn to master yourself. You learn to say no, yes. You learn balance in life. That's the most important mm-hmm. right there, balance. I agree completely. All right, you guys, moving on, I have a little, a sad, a sad story speaking of clients to share. So one of my clients, long-term client, lost a lot of weight working with me. We've been working together for a year and a half. And I know that she struggled with health problems throughout the course of working with her. And we've related on that fact because it's a, she has a brain tumor and she's had brain surgery before. And my brother had a brain tumor. So we've like exchanged um, information on that. And sadly, she's having she had a recurrence, so she has Damn. to have another brain surgery, and she's just falling on hard times because she has to have brain surgery, and then she's got her rent increased, and you know how it is when it rains, it pours. Oh man, life just beats you down. Yeah, man. And, and so she's going through it. So she there's a GoFundMe, and I donated, and I'm sharing it here. You know, guys. I think sometimes people think with GoFundMes, like they need to donate like a large amount of money or something, a dollar, like a dollar from a thousand people is a thousand dollars. Yeah, that helps. Like anything helps. And you know, this, I know her personally, I've worked with her for literally, like I said, almost two years. It's not a fake GoFundMe. It's a legitimate GoFundMe. GoFundMe, she has legitimate health health problems. She's going to have to go through radiation. She has brain swelling. She's going to have to go through surgery. I know this because my brother went through all of the same thing. Same thing happened to him. He had a reoccurrence because when they can't get all of the tumor out because it's too dangerous, 
then they what they do is they take as much as they can out, then they radiate it to stop it from growing. Yes. But that's no guarantee. Then you have to get MRIs every three to six months. And if it starts to grow again, you have to go under the knife again or whatever. And that's what's happened with her, unfortunately. So I wanted to share that because it just really made me sad. You know all too well how this feels. Yeah, you have a, I do. You have your brother that went through this. I remember taking him to his radiation. Yeah. Palo Alto. Mm -hmm. I remember when he was going through a poor guy. And I used to think, and this is the thing, people take their health for granted so much. It's, dude, what about these people who are fighting mm -hmm. cancer and have to go to chemo? It's crazy. I know. Like I was telling you, like cancer, I was watching Royal Housewives of Miami and oh, you guys, I was like, it ripped my heart out because Gertie, one of the characters has breast cancer and she wanted to shave her head before the cancer took her hair. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, because she wanted to have control and like I'm shaving my hair on my terms. So her husband shaved her head and my, oh, it just broke my heart oh. to see that and think cancer and off topic because I don't, this isn't cancer. Her brain tumor is not cancer, but cancer takes everything from you and then you have to fight to get everything back. Yeah. It's sad. I just saw a video about a, a mother. I think she hadn't seen her baby in a little bit or some reuniting with her baby. And she's going through cancer treatment. The same page I showed you where the old man was happy to see his wife. I went and looked at another video and I was, it's heartbreaking. She's a mom and they'll guarantee she's going to get through the cancer. She's a little baby, a little oh, young man. son. You in these damn videos. I know. And I already told you, do not do that again where you walk into my room with a with a, an animal or someone's animals dying or whatever. I don't want to know those things. You already know I don't want to know that, but you do that, and then you fuck me up for, like, hours. I had to let you know a mutual friend of ours, his animal died, his Frenchie. Come on. But, babe, you walk in with a photo of the dog on its literal deathbed. Why? Why are you going to do that to me? Ruin my, I love ruin my whole freaking day, and you say it ruined mine, so I have to ruin yours. I'm a ru yeah, mutual. <laughs> I'm sad. We're empathetic to animals, you guys. We have animals, and we know what it's like to lose animals. It's heart-wrenching, man. It's, oof, loss of my pit a year and a half ago or so. It felt like someone stuck a deep knife in my stomach it's, and yanked it out. Oh, what about karma? And you, I was saying, you lost karma. It's like the same. We experienced it back-to-back. -back. It's. I'm still crushed by it. What's weird is you'd think, oh, I don't think about it anymore. I, I was walking through the kitchen randomly, and I it just hit me, like... Her death again hit me out of nowhere. You know how grief comes in waves? It's literally been a while, and it felt fresh just like it just happened. Oh, that's tough. And I know I you told me like, you went through that with your mother, too. Oh, the worst. Yeah. That's the absolute worst. Yeah, grief is a son of a bitch, that's yes, for sure. Is. All right, on to lighter topics, but hold my coffee, annoying topics. <laughs> Lone Ranger, 7573. Here we go. Commented on my full day of eating video. This is simply not enough food. I eat way more than you. I am age 63. I walk for exercise, sometimes ride my indoor bike, never more than 30 minutes. You can eat way more calories if you are taking HRT, especially progesterone. It is very thermogenic. <laughs> I average at least 2,000 to 3,000 calories most days in two meals. Are you very short? <laughs> I am five foot six. You should be able to eat at least 2,000 calories for health. I find that if I eat extra protein, the scale never goes up. I eat everything except organ meats and fish. They are gross. <laughs> this person went on a tangent. What's, the, what's this person's name? 
It's very fitting because the name is Lone Ranger 7573. I'm suspecting this 63-year-old is a Lone Ranger. Yes, very fitting for you. Exactly. (laughs) You're probably alone for a reason. Oh, boy. This person's an expert now, huh? I cannot. It's funny funny when the amateurs come on and try to give the actual professionals advice. People who do this for a living and coach. What's your nutrition certification in? What's your education in nutrition? You didn't send in your... uh, Bachelor of Science or nothing? Are you NASM certified? Which what is it? I just want, I want to know. I'm curious because they always have the these amateurs because I call them amateurs because they never worked in the capacity of a personal trainer yeah. or nutritionist or a coach or nothing. But yeah, they have the most expert advice on everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to even address the all of the inaccuracies. I just put it on yeah. here just for humor. Yeah, it made no sense wrote, to me. And then she goes, "Are you short? Are you short?" <laughs> But are you short? I was like, what in the This person went on a tangent. F? Yes. You ride your bike for 30 minutes. Wow. That's so impressive. Here's my thing. I The title of my video was 1600 calorie meal plan. So Lone Ranger, why are you watching my video? You eat 2,000 to 3,000 calories most days. Why would you watch a video that's a 1600 calorie meal plan? Lone Ranger. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I'm a little bit over 5'8". Give or take on a good day. 180 pounds the other day, dry. I eat 2,600 calories. I'm a man. Guess what? If I start eating more than that, I start gaining weight. Mm-hmm. So I stay, stick to 2,600 calories. That's my maintenance. Now, granted, on Saturday, today we eat a little more. So I probably average out maybe 3,000 calories per day. But I'm a man, not a woman. A woman doesn't have a big tank like a man. Remember that. Our frames are different. Yeah, if I'm going to average my calories right now, I average about 2,000 calories yes, a day. Yes, you do. So, but th- that's irregardless. You should never comment. You have no idea. How do you know? You don't know how tall I am, how much my, I exercise. Nothing no, about me. Nothing. You don't know if I'm trying to lose weight right now. Is this a deficit? Is this maintenance? Those are 1,600 calories for me if I ate that every day would be a deficit. Yeah. Not mean it, but whatever. It's just like these, the people that are, this is the problem. First of all, let me just, I will say this just so you guys know and are clear. HRT does not prevent weight gain at all. It does not help you lose weight. It's not a weight loss. It doesn't help no. you lose weight. Let's not get it twisted. HRT is not Ozempic, you guys. I have a client who's on HRT, a male. It's been a struggle. We made big progress, but it's been a struggle for him to lose weight. He was grotesquely overweight on HRT. So that's furthest from the truth. So these people who spew that, you know, on TRT, HRT, it helps you with weight loss. It helps you recover. Does it help you build lean muscle? Yes. But it has nothing to do with weight loss. If you're still eating like an asshole and going to the drive-thru every day and stuffing your face and drinking beers, your weight's going to go up. Law of thermodynamics. Yeah, it doesn't affect your metabolism. It doesn't... Whatever. I thought it yeah. was. A, I, I'm actually grateful yes. for the comment because it made me laugh and it was funny. Yeah, and I, I haven't had a good whole my coffee in a while. Yes. So I'm, I'm good with it. It just cracked me up. So I'm like, listen here, granny. Yeah, granny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. 63. You're, 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 you're schooling us. You're probably stuck on the old information. A lot of science has changed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We're moving on to comment corner. 
first I want to share, and I shared it in the live, so I forgive me if you guys already heard this, but I got a DM from someone, and I wanted to share it. It says, Janine, again, I am repeating myself, but thank you so much. I keep losing weight eating food I love. I can't believe it. Thank you for making it easy. You are amazing. LFG. Let's effing go. Yes. My favorite yes, word. I know it won't always be easy, but it's the first time ever that I enjoy food and lose weight. Buying buying my macros from you was the best investment I ever did. Unreal. I'm so happy and can't believe it was only what? $99? Whatever. I have spent in the past way more for stuff that never worked or lasted. This is the way of life. Just fit the things in that you love in your macros and hallelujah. Bless you and Mike. XOXO. That's it. That's what we keep saying. Find the food that you enjoy. Make it work within your macros. And guess what? You follow and adhere to it. Voila, you start losing weight and seeing results. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you did an assessment, taught me macros, and I ran with it. And guess what? I got super lip, uh, ripped and lean on it. It worked like a charm. Mm hmm. It works. And if you want a macro assessment, I will link it here on the screen, uh, also yes. in the description, or you want to keep spinning your wheels, you can do that too. All right, moving on pick. to the next <laughs> comment. It's Josie again. Just Josie 99. You guys are hilarious. By the way, the Yerba Mate tea that she was speaking of originates from South America, not from the UK. A mi también me encanta mi cafecito con leche. Salud. Did I say that okay? A mí también me encanta cafés con leche y salud. Okay. A mí también. A mí like, también. Me a mí también me encanta mi cafecito con leche salud. Pretty good. Not Pretty bad? Good. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad if my Portuguese wife speaking Spanish. <laughs> but no, nah, look, Jesse, let's be honest, though. What I, I think of tea? Josie. Jo you said Jesse. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Josie. My bad, girl. Josie, when I think of tea, I think of like, I don't know why, because I remember like the Boston Tea Party and tea time and tea tax. I think of the Euro Europeans in the UK because they're all about their tea. And I yeah. watch a lot of like old gangster movies about Europe and they're always about, let's have some tea, like those UK gangsters. And I'm like, nah, where's the coffee at, homie? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny. That was so funny. All right, moving on. Delilah Rios. I'm so grateful I stumbled across your channel. You guys are so relatable. I'm sure most of us don't come here for expert medical advice, but we're all just trying to figure it out together. And you all are a few steps ahead of me, so it's so inspiring. Plus, y'all are highly entertaining. <laughs> Hashtag Café Con Leche. Hey, let's go, my Café Con Leche gente. <laughs> you already know. Latinos in the house. Shout out to everybody who commented with that hashtag because it made my day. I was dying. There's a bomb-ass song. I'm going to find it for you. It's actually called Café con Leche. It's an mm -hmm. old school like reggaeton kind of Spanish like song. Yeah, that's it. Just went off in my mind. Like, I remember it because oh. I remember it was a popular song. That's funny. I can't remember who sings it. It'll come to me. But yeah. Next up, Debbie Hernandez, fifty six ninety five. Guilty of all of the above. Majorly untreated ADHD at forty three, but you learn to manage the symptoms as you become more aware as an adult. Knowledge and self-awareness is key. Being OCD as well has definitely not allowed for misplacing things and not completing tasks. I'm literally the hamster on the wheel at all times. Exhausting. You guys are amazing. That's exhausting Good to be ADHD and a little OCD, which I think you, <laughs> I think that's you as well. You have a little OCD. I do. I think I have a little bit. What do I have OCD on, you think? Cleanliness. Yeah, clean, um, yeah, cleanliness. That'll irk me. If he was like a dirty person, we'd be fighting every day. Yeah, open cabinets, open drawers. Yes, none of that. Just, yeah. I won't drive my cars if it's too dirty either. They come around, I had to wipe it down and clean it today. 
So yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, you're right. But I'm not super extreme. You have OCD too. A little bit. You're worse than me though. Think so? Yeah. Maybe. I think so. doesn't drive me crazy though. I don't think it drives me crazy. Before I get into the topics, the five weight loss mistakes, I want to talk about Mike and I got a little drunk today, but not drunk on alcohol. We got drunk on pastries. <laughs> yeah, pastries. We had a, sh a sugar drunk, a sugar high. For sure. We did. I was, I literally felt drunk. I felt like I used to feel when I would go and have margaritas after Orange Theory and then come home yeah. and crash on the couch. We, I scarfed the pastries down and then I went and crashed on the, in my glam room on the chair. I felt drunk and I woke up with a little, <laughs> I woke up with a headache. You called it too. You goes, I'm going to get a sugar headache. I don't get those, but I did the same thing you did. I, I went and sat on the couch, started watching some fights. Next thing you know, my eyes got heavy. I said, I'll pull, put a pillow under my neck, and I was out. But shout out to the Pasteleria in San Jose. It is a Portuguese pastry heaven, okay? They're so delicious. I'm going to put it up on the screen, some clips that we yes. have. They were so malasada. They were malasada, yes. and then yeah. they were like tarts. I can't remember the Portuguese name for these tarts, but... Absolutely delicious. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. There was a huge line. Yeah. So make sure you get there early if you're in the San Jose area. But I'm impressed with my peoples. What was it called? Pasteleria Adega or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Pasteleria de Adega. Yeah, there you go. See? You say it better than me or Portuguese. Yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. They're fire. I was like, babe, your people make some fire-ass pastries. Man. Yeah. we. Ten. I, I Number 10. I haven't felt drunk like that since margaritas. It's, and those are dangerous because you want to keep going to eat because you cut them up in pieces. Like, I want to keep going. But I was like, no more. That's enough. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So let's get into it. I want to talk about weight loss mistakes that people are making that are trying to lose weight. That And these aren't your typical mistakes that you're going to hear that from a coach, from a weight loss coach, from a health coach. These are just my experience, what I hear. And I have experience. I mean, I've been doing this for eight years full time with thousands of women. I have a lot of experience in this now. I feel very comfortable, but these are some of the mistakes that I see that people make on a day-to-day -day basis in conversations I have who are trying to lose weight. This is some common shit. Let me tell you, let me Go ahead. Go know on a what you think, if Go you agree. Go okay, so yeah. the number one mistake people make, they eat healthy. They just eat healthy. Oh, I've heard that so many times. But I eat organic, Mike. Oh, so that means the calories are free then, right? Explain to me. I eat healthy. Yes, I eat healthy. But I eat healthy. What's healthy? Define health. Healthy. I want to know exactly when people just throw that out there, like they just comes to mind, healthy. For one, let's break this one down a little bit. What is healthy? What is healthy to you? Are you sure you're eating healthy or have you bought into the marketing of companies that's marketing products to seem like they're healthy. There's an Instagram account. And if I can find it when I'm editing this video, I'm going to put it up on the screen so you guys can follow it. But there's an account where he does, he takes foods like a Snickers bar or whatever, and he repackages it in a healthy way, like to show what it would, the same product, but yeah. making it seem healthy by changing the packaging, changing the marketing. And it's the same exact product. It's pretty crazy because it's a mind fuck really. But are you really eating healthy, number one, or you are perceiving to eat healthy because you're shopping at Whole Foods, so you think you're eating healthy? Yes, that's so true. What's another one that gets us, that gets me? You go to the cereal aisle, right? 
And they always say, let's just say Cheerios, honey brand Cheerios, whatever. Mm-hmm. Heart healthy. That's what it says. A lot of cereals say heart healthy. So if people think, well, I want healthy. It says heart healthy. Yeah. So they buy into it. My mom used to buy into that stuff all the time. It's canola. It's healthy. She would crack me up. But anyways, so listen, what I mean by the mistake that you're making is, first of all, you're perceiving yourself to to be eating healthy, but just be, even if you were, let's say you were very knowledgeable in what's healthy and you truly are eating healthy. If you're eating healthy, but still not tracking, that's your weight loss mistake because you can eat healthy right into a surplus very easily. Easy. So what she's trying to tell y'all is you got 2000 calories you're allotted on your frame, on your vessel, on your gas tank. But you're like, I eat healthy, but you're eating 3,000 calories. That's a surplus. It's 1,000 calories over what you're supposed to be eating. Mm-hmm. Your weight's going to go up over a seven-day period. That's two pounds of weight gain. Simple as that. Yeah, you can't I, beat the numbers. I used to have my clients when they were like my keto clients, they would say, I didn't track my macros this weekend, but I kept it keto. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean shit for your goals, I, for weight loss. Keeping it keto means you're eating tons of fat and you're eating, you're you're That's even worse. Fat has hella calories in it, nine gra- nine calories per gram. That's worse than protein and carbs. So what are, you, what are you talking about? You're doing even more damage. I kept it keto. People also perceive eating healthy to be they select all the gluten-free options. Oh, that too, that part. Gluten-free but healthy. That's another one that sells people. There's no reason to go gluten-free unless you have a gluten intolerance, by the way. Bingo. Absolutely no reason. If you go gluten-free and you don't have to, you know what's going to happen? Inadvertently, you're going to then be deficient in fiber. Yeah, people don't realize they. Why are you gonna give something over if you don't have to? That's so true. Mm-hmm. The other thing people do in this same uh, vein is they think eating at Trader Joe's means they're eating healthy. Eating at Whole Foods, Erwan, like all those fancy grocery stores that if you shop there, you are eating healthy. No, there there's doesn't mean just because the food's expensive or it's Trader Joe's or Whole Foods that it's healthy. You still have to fit within your macros. There's tons of foods that are high in calories, not healthy, et cetera, at those grocery stores. It's just a perception. We're we're like hunters, bang for your buck type of people. We always look for, if this product is 200 calories, how many grams of protein do I get on return? We're always searching for that. Sometimes we see things we like and we're like, look at the calories. Oh, hell no. This is not good return on investment. It's not healthy. Right. This is Trader Joe's a lot of times. We're mm-hmm. trying to discover things. We do the same thing at Costco. We do the same thing everywhere we go. Yeah, so just listen. You have to know your intake. That's the bottom line. <clears throat> you have to know your intake. Whether Whatever style you want to eat. If you want to eat healthy, all whole foods, if you want to be keto, if you want to be whatever you want to do that, that works for you, fine. But you still need to master energy balance. There is no way around that. You have to master energy balance or you are spinning your wheels. And I cannot tell you how many times people go, but I eat healthy. And they're not losing weight. Are you losing weight? Then you're eating too much healthy. What about someone? I won't blast them. I feel like blasting them. But I'm vegan or vegetarian. Why the fuck are you gaining so much weight then? Why are you so fat if you're so eating healthy and you're vegan and vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah. Explain to me. It's the same thing. Those calories are not free. They're not free just because you're vegan or vegetarian. They're not free calories. Yeah. And also, if if you are choosing a breakfast say you sit down and you're at a menu and you're choosing a breakfast you're gonna you're gonna pick you perceive the acai bowl to be healthier because it's fruit and coconut and almond butter and honey this is so healthy so you have that and then you because you perceive that the eggs and 
bacon and hash browns is not healthy, right? Yes. But if you compare the calories and the macros on the two, you have way more calories in the acai bowl, no protein basically, almost at all. And then in the eggs, you have protein, you have fats, you have carbs, you have a balanced meal that's going to keep you full, not going to spike your blood sugar as much. And, but your perception is that the acai bowl is healthier. Yes. So you're going to pick the acai bowl. Listen, I love acai bowls, but we both do. they're like a thousand calories heavy. for an acai bowl. They're actually quite heavy and very protein negligent. The, the return on investment is horrible. I'm right. used to get them. Remember? Yeah. I love them, but that's not, but that's what I mean by perception. People perceive that to be healthier. So they're going to pick that. They just dr- dropped a thousand calories on that. Yeah. And here's another thing. I don't want to get too deep into it, but she mentioned eggs. And a lot of people have this fear of it's old school information. I don't know when it came about. You shouldn't eat whole eggs. It raises your cholesterol, blah, blah, blah. What was my cholesterol, baby? How many eggs? You see me eat four jumbo eggs a day, four to five a day. What was my cholesterol? Your LDL cholesterol is like 60. It's crazy low. It's crazy low. 60. And it keeps going down. Because your last, when you did um, the beginning of TRT, it was 71. It's a crazy low. So by her saying that, pay attention, you guys. Even the doctors at the hospital were stumped. Like his numbers and his blood work is excellent. So if eggs are so bad, like the public thinks it is with cholesterol, with their fake information, why is mine so good? And I eat them every day, four to five from Trader Joe's. Jumbo eggs, not little eggs, jumbo. Mm -hmm. Because they're eight grams of protein per, so I like to get at least 40 grams of protein. Yeah, now if somebody struggles with, The thing is, when people struggle with their cholesterol numbers, it's listen. They want to pinpoint it to, oh, it's I can't eat eggs. I can't eat this. No. What you need to do is go into a calorie deficit and lose the freaking weight. And then every if you master the basics of energy balance, all of the problems that you're having, many of them are going to autocorrect. So it's not about, oh, I can't eat eggs. No, it's about master energy balance, get to a healthy body fat, and then get your blood work tested again, and then see where you're at and see, okay, actually, by losing weight, my cholesterol's better, my A1C's better, all the things fixed. Yeah. Instead of trying to plug one hole, you fix everything. Instead of, oh, I'm not going to eat eggs, I'm going to eat this. Now you're low on protein, now you're going to have other issues. It's just, it's crazy. And another thing, let me make myself clear. I love over medium eggs. I don't use no oil. I use spray oil, just so we're clear. I don't use olive oil. I don't use any seed oil, no Crisco, nothing. So that's another thing. It's being straight up clear with you guys. So also be careful of the oils you use because that's extra calories as well. That's not free calories. Yes, a lot of people don't. Oil is calorie dense. If you use oil to cook your food, you have to track that. Yes, 130 calories for a tablespoon of olive oil. That's like a drizzle. You guys... My wife and I, we track the creamer that's in this coffee. We bring it from home. The little container we fill it in, it's 20 calories, sugar-free. You know what I'm saying? So we even know how much cream we're putting in. Nothing is free when it comes to calories. Everything counts. All right. So let's move on to the next big mistake people make, especially women. Too much cardio. Too much cardio. And I want to go into specifically why this is a problem because everyone says this, but they don't explain it. And I want to explain Explain why it could be a problem. Okay. So for one, what I notice is that when people are doing cardio, they inadvertently give themselves a license to eat more. They think, oh, I did Orange Theory today. 
Oh, yeah, I can have the cookie. I did Orange Theory. They will use the one session of Orange Theory three times throughout the day. Guess what? <laughs> you ate back three times what you burned at Orange Theory. Oh, I jogged three miles today. I deserve to eat this 2,000-calorie meal. That's nothing. People who think who jog mm -hmm. because you sweat. You obviously get hot. Your body warms up. You sweat. So you think you're burning this exorbitant amount of energy. Not really. Mm-mm. So, yeah, if you're doing too much cardio, it's a big weight loss mistake because you're going to credit yourself. You are also, it's not really burning that much calories. That that what shouldn't be, your fat loss and your weight loss should be based off of your nutrition, not the cardio that you do. In fact, I don't mean, I don't even put a lot of like energy into having my clients do tons of cardio. I like a step goal. Just be step moving goal. your body. Yes. Just move your body. Be active. And be active and walk, but a specific dedicated cardio, not necessary. I rather have them spend their time on resistance training that's going to give you the long-term benefits because if you're doing too much cardio and you're in a calorie deficit, the problem is you'll lose weight, but the weight you lose is more lean muscle than it is body fat. Exactly. That's what you don't want to lose, especially as you ladies get older. You want strong bones. You want your muscles pulling on the bones so you prevent osteoporosis and other things happening in your body. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Okay, for instance, we'll, we'll harp on this. We'll talk on this subject real quick. What did you do when you when I hooked you up with Matt Allen, your trainer? What do you have you do? A resistance training, hard resistance training. Yeah, your body and your body changed. You didn't do an mm -hmm. exorbitant amount of cardio. No, I didn't you, almost you, do any. I think I did 20 minutes three times a week. That was what he had me doing. And you did... You followed your, it wasn't macros, but you followed his eating plan because yeah. you were going to compete mm -hmm. and you trained your ass off mm -hmm. and your body totally changed, transformed. Mm -hmm. That's it. You didn't kill yourself doing cardio. When no. I first met you, you were a cardio bunny. That's what I call him. You're on your little machine doing cardio and you were just skinny. You had and no what, muscle. My body was awful. To be honest, it was so weak. And, weak. and you were not, frail. You looked frail. Yeah, you frail. had bad posture. Mm -hmm. I used to get you had lower sick back a lot. issues. Yeah. yeah. Fast forward to today. Look at you now. So too much cardio. Now I do orange theory. I love it, but I don't just to let you know how I do my orange theory. I don't go crazy on the cardio at orange theory. I take it a green day. I keep my heart rate in the green zone. I really spend my focus on paying using, utilizing that 30 minutes of the weightlifting time. I really focus on that. And then when it's cardio time, I just walk on the treadmill. So I make orange theory work for me and I like it cause it's a, it keeps me accountable to go. And I meet Lisa there and it keeps us accountable. Somebody um, has a workout plan for you too. That's always a good thing. Yeah. It, but people who want to lose weight, they think they need to do tons of cardio and that's yes. a mistake. And the most common thing I see in terms of the mistake here is that people are giving themselves a lot of license to eat a bunch more just because they did some cardio. Exactly. That's where they mess up. I even had a friend of mine recently. She wanted to go back into running, jogging. I said, no, you need to resi do resistance training. You know what I'm saying? You need to lift weights. Stop worrying about jogging. Yes, it must feel good mentally. And you must... But you're doing your body a disservice. You don't need to do that. You need to work on strength training. You need to try to change yourself aesthetically for the body that you're searching because mm -hmm. she wants to change herself aesthetically. But you need to lift weights, mm -hmm. not cardio. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get the body you want by doing cardio. Yeah, people will always ask me if I have limited time, what should I do? Resistance training. Hands down. Yep. Resistance training plus a step goal plus drink some water, sleep, and track your macros. You will transform your body 
in a year. You will be a different yes. person, dream body yes. in one year yep. of doing the basics, not some fad diet, not nope. some crazy restriction, none of that stuff. One year and you'll be living a whole different life. Yeah. I got my sister. She does no cardio. My sister, Martha, shout out my sister. Got her compound movement. She loves deadlifting. She's squatting. I told her what to do. I said, work on your strength training. Because she has limited time, so I tell her exactly what to do. She watches. She chases her protein goal. She makes sure it hits that. Mm -hmm. And it's working beautifully for her. She's mother of two kids, and she's her body's lean. She's probably like 120 pounds, pretty much all muscle. By your height, maybe like inch shorter. I don't know. She's probably close to your height. Mm -hmm. So that's all she does. No cardio. Yeah, and she doesn't even... She's not a... Big eater. No. It works for people who aren't big eaters, just tracking protein. That works too. Yeah. If you just track your protein intake, the problem is most people think they're not big eaters, but they are. Yes. I, that's another thing I hear you guys. I have, I, if I had a nickel for every time someone says, uh, I don't really eat that oh, much. Oh, I've heard that one too. So my follow-up question is this. Are you losing weight? No. Then you're eating more than you think you are. Yeah. It's I'm, very simple. How many times you going into that snack cabinet or cookie jar and not tracking those calories or even watching it? How many times you going in the chip bag? All that. A lot of people don't talk about that. They go by every day and they pinch here, pinch there, pinch here, pinch there. Those ain't free calories. Mm -mm. I hear that all the time. I don't eat that much. You're gaining weight. Your body says differently. Sorry, <laughs> but your, your body is, is, I'm looking at you. Take your shirt off, homie. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, exactly. You're not confident. You're not comfortable because you're overeating. You're overweight. Sorry. I hate to burst your bubble. You're overeating. Yeah, I know. I believe that it feels that you're not eating that much, but your body is telling a different story. The body is not lying to you. If it's able to store no. fat, it means you're eating more calories than your body's using. Therefore, you are eating too much. And you're not stepping on the scale to hold yourself accountable. You're scared of it because mm -hmm. you know the truth. And you don't want to see that number on the scale because guess what? It is a gauge to see if you're overeating. Because if that scale is going up and you're not leaning down as it's going up, you're not gaining muscle. You're gaining fat. Sorry. That's the, mm -hmm. that's the truth. And it hurts like a motherfucker. But we're going to tell you the truth and not sell you a lie. Because a lot of people out there are selling you lies. Yeah, it's true. Oh, it's muscle. No, it's yeah, no. not. <laughs> no, not at all. Sorry. <laughs> your, your body begs to differ. Sorry, guys. You come to us because you want the truth, right? We, we, we yes. keep it candid. We keep it real. We have to. I don't want to be selling fake news. You no. know what I'm saying? <clears throat> no, it's not what I'm about. I'm going to keep it real, and I'm going to crack the whip on my clients, and they know it. I'm going to tell them the truth. This is how you look, and you need to switch it up. All right, moving on to the next one. The next big mistake is that you are eating too little and then eating too much. So do you get that. It's a two-parter, okay? You're eating too little and then eating too much. That is something people do. When people tell me I'm not eating enough, that's why I'm not losing. And when I started eating more, I started to lose. I have explained this before on this show, but I'm going to explain it again. Break it down. You're averaging, it's your average over the course of the seven days, say seven days or two weeks or whatever time period. If you eat too little, you will then eat too much at some point. The wheels fall off the bus. So you might 
over-restrict Monday through Friday, and the wheels fall off the bus Saturday and Sunday. So 1,000 calories Monday through Friday, that's 5,000 total, and then you eat 5,000 on Saturday and 5,000 on Sunday. It's not that hard to do. That's 15,000 no. calories for the week. You're gaining several pounds that week. Yes. That's what happens. So when you eat too little, when you over-restrict, when you start a weight loss journey and you want it to be fast, so you go, you cut your calories too low, you can't sustain it, and then you end up eating too much. So too little results in eating too much. I see it all the time. So a lot of times when my clients come to me and I first give them their macros, they freak out and they go, oh my God. Are you on your phone? Yes, because I'm do I want to show you oh. something. I guess when, I, there's a reason for it. Okay, when they're when they first get their macros, they're like, oh my God, this is too much. Like I never lose weight on that many calories. I'm like, look, just try it, but actually stick to it. And then they lose weight. Why? Because they are able to stick to it because they're not starving on those calories. So they can actually stay consistent on those macros and the weight comes off instead of trying to eat twelve hundred Monday through Friday and then they lose their shit on Saturday and Sunday. Yes. So eating too little is a big mistake. So, so what are you looking at? This is what I'm there? doing. So I did an average. Let's just say your, your client or a person is like, their macros, 1,500 calories a day. So times seven days, that's 10,500 calories, you guys. And then my wife just told you. Then you go Saturday and Sunday, you ten, and then you do 5,000 on Saturday and 5,000 on Sunday. See? But I'm not eating. You just blew it by yeah. far. And you know how long it takes to pull back from that? You got to, if you go over like 5,000 calories, you, you, you'll past your maintenance level for the week, 5,000 calories. You have to be good then for two weeks to get that back. Yeah. To take that off. Yes. That's how weight, that's how people gain weight because yeah, you might be able to go back to, all right, shoot, I had a bad week. Let me just go right back on track, which is fine. But going right back on track doesn't take off that extra 5,000 that got stored. Nope. You got to go be good for a while to dip back into that. And that's the problem. So the weight creeps up on people. Every time they do that, it's storing some extra. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why that's a big mistake. And, and I see it's very common. People do that because they want fast weight loss. Listen, goodbye. Get this out of your head that you're supposed to lose two pounds a week. Two pounds a week for the average woman is a lot of weight. A lot of weight. And it Good doesn't luck. happen. Even for men, it's hard. It's, it, you know what it is? It's such a low number, and it seems like a realistic number, but it's still hard to do. People can't do it. It's 7,000 calorie deficit. But see, they don't know that. 7,000. They think I'm just going to work extra hard, eat less than two. No, it's 7,000 calories. That means 1,000 calories per day, every day of the week. 7,000 to lose two pounds. Yes. It is an unrealistic weight loss goal. And when people have that goal, it messes them up because then they don't hit that goal and they feel like they failed. No, you're going to lose more like half a pound a week. That's why transformations take a year. Hey, what about when they come on, and I'm sure you've gotten this, can I lose 30 pounds in 90 days? No, sweetheart, you cannot lose 30 pounds in 90 days. That is, can you? Yes. But will you? No. That's just reality of it. That's how hard. It's hard. Don't try to lose weight in a manner like that because it's just a recipe for disaster. You won't keep it off. You'll have to do no. unhealthy ways to get it off. Yes. And it just doesn't work. It does not work. Okay, moving on to the next one. The next one is you're not eating enough protein. Women make this mistake the most. They the do most. not eat enough protein. 
protein. What you think is high protein is not high protein. High protein, most everybody should at least be getting 100 grams and more, depending on who you are and how much muscle you have. As a woman? Yes. Yes, easy. Men don't... You called me out on it. You're like, babe, I don't think you get enough protein. But yeah, I, I eat a burrito and I eat this and that. And you're like, used no. to fight me on it. And you were right. You used to fight me and on it I a did, lot. And when I did macros and I started doing high pro- yeah. higher protein into my body, what did my body do? It transformed. It changed. Yeah. How did that happen? Because I wasn't in need enough protein and now I am in my body. Like my body's soaking it up. Yeah. And protein also will help you with all the other avenues. It helps you with satiety. It helps yes. the way your body composition. Yep. It helps so many things. But most people are not eating enough protein. They think they are. Yeah. They think, oh, but I got 30 grams of protein in each meal, three meals. That's only 90 grams. That's nothing. 90 grams is nothing, you guys. What are you eating right now? 125 to 135. Okay. See? I'm eating... Cool. And I'm a pretty small person. I'm a pretty petite person. I'm 180 to sometimes 200 plus a day. I'm not bodybuilding nothing. I just, I like to be full and I love food. I'd rather eat more protein. And not that I track the carbs, but I'd rather eat more protein than I do carbs. And again, ever since I did macros, I don't even look at the carbs. I used to ask you, how much carbs should I do, babe? Don't worry about it. Just worry about hitting your protein. And that's mm-hmm. all I did. All right, I shut up and just worried about hitting my protein and staying under my macros. And the last one, and this one... You're probably going to be like, what? But I'm serious. The last one is you aren't eating enough processed foods. Do you know what I mean by that? You aren't. You're not eating enough processed foods. What do I mean by that? What I really mean by that is you're being too restrictive. You are trying to be wake up and be Miss Molly health. And I'm going to be eating broccoli and 1200 calories and I'm going to do my cardio and I'm not going to eat any processed foods and how long do you think all that's going to last? Yeah, I've heard that before many times. You're not eating. You're, you go into this mindset, this diet mindset, not a longevity mindset. You go into this diet mindset and you think, I'm not going to eat any processed foods. I'm not going to do this, that, and the other. And then you do that for a while until you don't. And then what happens when you break? What happens? What have we seen happens? Then you lose your shit. You go crazy. You can't close those doors again. Exactly. So, yes, I do mean that. I mean that you have whatever reason people go into this diet mindset and they put these unrealistic rules on themselves and they can't sustain those rules. You're not allowing yourself the things that you love in moderation that will help you stay consistent long enough to make some actual changes and to the point where you can do it forever. I tell this to my clients all the time. If whatever you're doing right now, you cannot do forever, it is not a sustainable method. You're wasting your time. You have to be able to do it forever. Is it realistic to never eat processed foods again? No. So if you are getting to your weight loss goals by cutting out all processed foods, you're making a mistake because you need to learn how to incorporate things in moderation because you're going to have it at some point. So you need to lose the weight while learning to incorporate those things. Otherwise, you're going to lose the weight not having those things. Then you're going to get to your goal weight and think, okay, I'm good. Now I'm going to start eating the processed foods again. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to break. You're going to gain all the weight back. You're going to gain it back and then some. Okay, for example, real quick, not to get off topic, <laughs> but check this out, you guys, and go research yourself. I trained a guy from the show. I believe it was the second season of The Biggest Loser. And those people that went on that show, The Biggest Loser, 
They restricted them so much. They did lose the weight. They had doctors and everything. They pushed them to the brink of death to lose the weight. Guess what? I think like 99% of them, not only did they gain the weight back after this was all said and done, they gained it back and then some over when they first started. They lost their shit. They yeah. broke. Yeah, and that's why. Because they didn't teach them real life. No. They didn't teach them how to go to drive throughs yep. They didn't teach them how to celebrate the holiday. That's why I tell my clients, I tell them a year for a transformation, even if they don't have a lot of weight to lose. And the reason why I say that is because a year takes you through all the seasons. It yes. takes you through summer vacations, the holidays, your birthday, your friend's birthdays, all the different celebrations. And it teaches you how to manage all of those things. Yep. You have to, it's like a lot of people will, they'll embark on a weight loss journey. They'll, no, I'm going to, I have to wait because I have a trip and I have this and I have that. It's always No, that. you need to do it and then go on those trips and learn, learn how you're going to manage Yes. That's the only way that you're going to have sustained weight loss. And look, I can speak on it. I was obese. Yep, both of us. I was obese, and I had to learn how to live real life, pull back, scale back, gain a few, lose a few, stay on top of it. I had to do all of those things, all the seasons of life, to maintain that weight loss. Most people have a significant weight loss, and they gain it back. I, my mom gained and lost 100 pounds at least four times in my lifetime. I watched her do it. Yeah. And it's crazy to be talking on this subject, on the topic also of processed foods. Is You'll hear a lot of experts on, on online, on Instagram. Oh, no, you shouldn't eat processed foods. Oh, no, oh, this. That's not real life. That's not real life. For those of you who are mothers, you're going to go to parties, some kids' birthday parties. Something's going to happen when there's going to be processed food there, and you need to learn to master yourself, mm -hmm. you can have it. Just no limits. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you first learned how to ride a bike, you were scared at first. Like, oh, no, I don't have balance. I want to fall. So you put training wheels on, right? Mm -hmm. Guess what? You're learning how to eat. You're learning balance. You take those training wheels off. So that way when you're on the trips, on vacation, the training wheels are off. You're mastering. You're learning. So you must learn these things and go through them. I love it. That's why like with my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients, when I first start with them and they go to a restaurant, they're, they'll send me their menu. I'm like, oh my God, what do I order? Yeah. But as I can tell that they're starting to evolve and learn, instead of sending me the menu, they will send me, this is what I'm going to order, or this is what I ordered. What do you think? Yes. So they're starting to now identify, okay, I'm starting to learn how to make these decisions. And then they'll say, instead of saying how many calories do you think this is, I know they're growing. If they say, this is how many calories I think this is, they'll tell me. And I'll be like, yep, that's right on. Good job or yep. good choice. You made a great choice. Or they'll send me the menu and be like, they'll send me the menu and they'll be like, I'm going to choose this. What do you think? I'm like, that's a great choice or not a great choice, depending. But that's what I like to see. And that's growth. It takes time, like training wheels. And training then it's like, wheels. all right, we're getting the training wheels off. Like yep. you're getting ready. And in my experience with macro clients, it, it's three months. It's a, it's about three months to get through that process. The first month they got the training wheels on. They're sending me the menus. They have no idea what to pick. They're nope. afraid to even go out to eat because yes. they've had some success, like in the first couple of weeks. And then they're like, Oh, I'm scared to go out to eat with my family. I don't know what to do. I'm like, go out to eat, send me the menu. And then they start to learn it. And then they start to see, Oh shoot. I lost weight this week and I went out to eat last week. Wow. Yeah. And it's just, it's a process though. And yes. unfortunately, everyone wants the Amazon Prime bodies and it just doesn't work that way. No, that's why society looks the way they do. Pay attention when you're outside. Go look. When grocery store, out shopping, pay attention how people look and you'll see the new norm, which is sad. 
The new norm is everybody's obe- o- overweight and obese. And look at their facial expression, their body language. They look sad as hell. They don't look like they're in a good mood because their bodies aren't happy. Their bodies mm-hmm. are actually angry. But these people don't realize what they're doing to themselves. You know what I mean? It's, it's sad. They move, they're all moving like slugs and look tired and sluggish and mean and attitude. It's like, why are you mad? You're doing it to yourself. You need to figure this shit out. You need to stop being the cheapo, <laughs> borrow some money, hire a damn coach, hire her, hire me, hire somebody, learn the game, and, and, and stop being so arrogant think you got this and you can do it on your own. No, you can't because look at the way you look. You obviously don't have it figured out. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. All right, you guys, on that lovely note, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are on our Patreon, head over to Patreon because there is an after show. We keep going. So we'll see you over there. See you.